The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Hello, this is Bill Winston here. We are continuing to fulfill the Great Commission, that is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Praise God. Our next mission trip is in August, and uh, we're going to be ministering the Word of God in the countries of Zimbabwe and the Congo in Africa. Now, there's a great need to bring the Word of God to all these nations, and God has put something in my heart and put a word in my mouth that people just grab hold to and it prospers their lives. And um, as a result of that, um, we are seeing lives being changed. So what I'm asking you to do is two things. One, I'm asking you to pray for us for this mission trip so that we can have success on this mission field. Be surprised how many spiritual battles we avoid just by somebody praying or confessing for us every day. So it'll be on the website and so forth, billwinston.org. You can pull it down. Please say it every day. Also, secondly, to sow a financial seed. Well, whatever the Lord places on your heart. Why? We're sowing the word into those nations, and it takes money to preach that gospel, to take it to the places that we're going. So we ask you to join us. The Bible talks about, Paul talks about his partners and how they join with him in terms of being a partaker of his grace, going out into those places that Paul was sent to. He said, and you gave once and again to my necessity. That's what it's all about. It's about us working together to bring the gospel and flood the earth with the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that's what we're doing. So we thank you in advance for all your prayers and all your financial support. Well, let's go right into today's broadcast. Real faith does not get embarrassed. Real faith is not timid because faith releases God's ability. And it's his ability that does the miracle. What is faith? Confidence in God. This gospel was never meant to be preached with all this revelation and no proof. When you start operating in righteousness, the miracles will take place. But if you've got low self-esteem, a low ceiling, if you're always intimidated, if you're living so close to the world that like Samson, all of a sudden you lose your strength because you think more of Delilah than you do of Jesus, I'm going to tell you, you are accident going somewhere to hell. I believe God. Put your faith in God from now on. You don't have misplaced faith in whether or not your company is going to stay around, whether or not the doctor's report was right. Don't be concerned about what the newspaper said. Have faith in God. No matter what evil report may come into your life, just make up your mind. I'm going to have faith in God. When we have wrong thinking, We'll have wrong actions. God can't work through you to, except to the degree that you believe. And if you don't believe he can do it this day, then as far as you're concerned, he can't do it. But I'm saying we got to correct our, our thinking because what normally is supposed to take a moment, we're stretching it out to a year. And we need to start thinking a little bit differently. He said, your thoughts are not my thoughts, are your ways my ways. You've got to have the thoughts there for the ways to be there. 
Verse 24, when they were come into Capernaum, they that received tribute, tribute is taxes, money, came to Peter and said, does not your master pay tribute? And he said, yes. And when he was come into the house, Jesus prevented him saying, what thinketh thou, Simon? Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom a tribute of their own children or of strangers? And there's a lot of revelation in here. And Peter said to him, of strangers. And Jesus said to him, then are the children free. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go thou to the sea, cast in a hook, and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money that take and give unto them for me and thee. Now, what, is, what am I saying? I said Jesus taught the supernatural. If you want to see the supernatural, you got to teach the supernatural. And he taught them the supernatural. Notice what he told them. Go to the sea. He didn't tell them to go get a job. He said, go to the sea, and we're going to pull some supernatural money out of a fish's mouth. Come on, is this, it's, it's, now Peter had to be somewhat caught up here because he did exactly what Jesus told him to do. I mean, if he didn't really believe this, he would have said, man, I'm going, man, come on, man. <laughs> come on now. But this is a supernatural living. This is not natural living, folks. I'm, you've been made for supernatural living. Keep going. Matthew chapter 14. Look what it says here. Jesus came walking on the water. Verse 28, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, nope, stay in the boat because I don't want y'all to come out here and experience this. What did he tell him to do? Come. Come on over to Luke, Luke chapter 4, please. Over Luke chapter 4. Now, I'm only telling you this because what you've been trying to do is many of you have been trying to manage in the natural and it's not good enough, not for these times. You're going to need to go up another notch. You're going to have to go up to the supernatural. Look at Mark chapter, uh, Luke chapter 4. Here's Jesus. He's saying, verse 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, so forth and so on. And go on down to verse 23. And he said to them, ye will surely say unto me, this proverb, physician, heal thyself, Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heavens were shut up three years and six months, when the great famine was throughout all the land. But Unto none of them was Elijah sent, save to, unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman who was a widow. Now, hold it. Now, you, you're, you're looking at this. 
He's teaching the supernatural. He is saying, wait, wait a minute now, whoa, whoa, let me, let me, get, let me get, tell you something. When the famine was on, God sent the prophet to a person who wasn't even under the covenant because the folks under the covenant wouldn't accept the prophet. And he asked the widow to give her last money. He, they knew this story. They knew this. I'm telling you that the supernatural says, I am not afraid. I'm not afraid. <laughs> well, they even when I'm trying to teach it, well, I'm saying, okay, no, they go, okay, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> because, because when you teach this, see, a little voice inside of you saying, what if it doesn't work? Well, hey, I'm not responsible for that. What up? I got to preach this. I got to preach that this woman gave her last seed. Now, I've got to preach that this next person here, he was a man named Naaman, and here he was, had leprosy, came to Elisha, and he needed cleansing, and the man of God heard from God. God said, tell him to go dip seven times in the, in the, in the River Jordan. Well, he said, wait a minute. Uh, over in the Old Testament, the, Naaman said, wait a minute. The, the, the rivers of Parfar are much cleaner. I, I can go over there. And then he turned in a rage and started going and left. And the servant running beside him with the horse, the servant looked up at him and said, Master, if he'd have told you to do something great, wouldn't you have done that? And he thought about it and said, well, yeah, I guess I would have. Why don't you go ahead and dip? You know, I'm putting it in my own words. Why don't you go ahead and dip? They ain't going to hurt you, will it? <laughs> so he goes... And he goes down one time. Now all his boys looking at him. Is this going to work? See, the prophet wasn't responsible for bringing it to pass. The prophet was responsible for telling him what was going to happen if he obeyed God. And I'm telling you right now, it's not the man. The man doesn't do the work. The, my job is to tell you what the Bible says and what God has spoken. And if you obey this, this will happen in your life. He dipped one time. Two times, three times, four times, five times, six times. Looked around, see if anybody looking there was laughing at him. Seven times, came up clean as a whistle. I'm telling you, this is a time we're in, folks, that it's time for the supernatural. Nothing natural could heal the man. The man now needed the power of God. And the church is the conduit for the power of God to flow to anybody saved and unsaved. It doesn't make any difference, folks. You're out there, and if you got guts enough to say it, God's got power enough to do it. And you can't say anything too big for God. Now we got to step out on some of this. We got to not be ashamed of the gospel. We got to believe that God's word is true. And the power of the word comes with the word. If the word is released in the believing heart, the power is right there.
And the other thing about it I taught doing the faith refresher is that the Word of God, full of faith, goes right down to the very root of what's causing the problem. You see, you might have strife in your home. That's because you need to break that strife off at the root. You can cancel the demons that have been sent there to cause strife to come in your home. You can cut strife off at the root. I'm telling you, cancer can be cut off at the root because I made a statement to you all. Here's what the statement that I made to you, that everything starts in the spirit. Everything starts in the spirit. Everything that is material has its origin in the spirit. Everything that is material has its origin in the spirit. Watch this. And material things are dependent on spiritual things for their existence. Things that you can see are dependent on something you can't see for their existence. You can see my body right here. If my spirit went on with the Lord, and I'll be around here a long time, but when it does, what will happen to my body? It will fall to the dust. What will happen to it if nobody ever picks it up? It will go back to the dust. And the reason why, because ashes to ashes, dust to dust. You could see my body only because my spirit is in there. So the spiritual things, the natural things are dependent upon the spiritual things for their existence. If you can see it, feel it, touch it, taste it, and smell it, it is natural. So I'm saying that you can feel, people can feel cancer. People, come on now, people can feel something. I'm saying if you can feel it, it's got a root. And the thing of it is, if you can speak and release faith, faith will cut off the root. What does a root do to a plant? A root gets the food out of the soil and sends it through the plant to nourish the plant. If you cut the roots off of the plant, what would the plant do? It would have to die because what is unseen is keeping what is seen in place. Nothing can exist without that spiritual component. Nothing can exist. No sickness, no strife, no divorce, no nothing. If you can see it, feel it, touch it, taste it, and smell it, it's got a root. And saints are the only one that can go to the root of any... And you think your words are not important? Folks, you can even tithe. And if you tithe and speak against it, that tithe will be negated. Your heavens will not be open. That's how powerful your words are. By your words, you shall be justified. By your words, you shall be condemned. God didn't get off his throne one time. He just spoke. And he's created you to imitate him. Speak, praise God. And you say it and then believe what you say will come to pass. And you have whatever you say.
that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus was teaching them that. They were going over to the other side. Storm comes up. Um, that storm was going, to, it was going to sink that boat. The devil had stirred that storm up. And they woke up Jesus and accused him that he didn't care. See, they're trying to get him in strife. And he didn't even say nothing to him. He started speaking to the storm. Because everything that you can see got a root that you can't see. And if you cut it off at the root, that got, 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 got to go away. Say amen to that. Jesus spoke, and the moment he spoke, great calm. Great. He didn't wait on the storm to pass. Well, praise God, it's getting better. No, it wasn't none of that. He said, peace, right now, be still. Folks, we got that. But that power is in him that we have a heritage of. His ability is our inheritance. Y'all with me? Folks, we can curse cancer at the root. Folks, medicine don't heal nobody. Medicine sets up the environment that healing can take place. So it doesn't heal anybody. What heals you is the word. What heals you is the word. Now you get that word. He himself bore my sickness and carried my diseases. Uh, uh, by his stripes I was healed. Or surely he has borne my sickness and disease and carried my pain and sorrow. Yet they did esteem him stricken, spent of God and afflicted. He was wounded for my transgression, bruised for my iniquities. The chest out of my peace was upon him, and with his stripes I am healed. Surely he has borne my sickness and disease. You start hammering that thing in there. Pretty soon, it'll start coming out of your spirit. And it is a sword. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. Cutting those roots up. And the next thing you know, that cancer will get off. And you'll wonder where it went. Where it went is back where it came from, in the pit of hell. Now, we got to believe what we say. Come on. It's going to come to pass. But the first thing we got to do is believe God, what he said. Have faith, come on, in God. Huh. Y'all got me preaching here. I didn't mean to preach this hard. What made you is the word. What can fix you is the word. Now, that's the truth. What we got to do is get back over there. Because we've heard a lot of historical Jesus. Well, didn't he go up and didn't the wise men come and we made little plays and all that. Well, what about the supernatural? That's what we've been made for. Isaiah eight eighteen says, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are made for signs and wonders. God had a meeting with me the other morning. And... Um, well, he does just about every morning, but I knew he was going to get me on this because I, I, I kind of lost my cool. Didn't I tell you I was working on self-control, self-control? And, uh, and so <laughs> I, and, 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 and I kind of, you know, fussed. 
And not cussed, fussed, okay? All right. And so what happened was I, I knew it because he, he didn't want me to do him any of that. So I said, Lord, I said, what? He came and said, now, let me tell you why that fussing and arguing is not good. He said, what it's after is your image. He said, you have come or in a family of divine royalty. That's the family you're in. And the enemy is trying to destroy that image. He said, I'm busy trying to build it, but he's trying to destroy it. And when you start fussing, then you're not anymore building that image. But it's working against you destroying that image. Because royalty does not fuss. Then he said this, also inside of you when you got born again, I have put seeds of greatness. And there are seeds of greatness in every believer. And he says, not only when you speak things and fuss, but when you think negative thoughts, you build an environment where the seed can no longer germinate by your thought life. by your thought life. Folks, there are people that can get on an airplane and think so hard about this airplane might crash until you gotta give them some kind of pill or some kind of something, they gotta give them something to try to cool them down. And it's all thought life. Airplane, hadn't even taken off yet. <laughs> Got it? Those seeds, Joseph had to have Egypt to germinate. Bananas don't grow in Alaska. Inside of you, are seeds of greatness. And your thoughts establish the environment. Faith is positive. Fear is negative. And everything comes with it. Depression, everything else comes with it. Faith is positive. You need that environment because you came from the eternal. You were born out of the eternal, out of heaven, and there's no negative in heaven. Heaven's got to be in you so that those seeds would germinate and grow and the potential that God has placed in you will begin to blossom. He said, that's why I didn't want you to fuss. He said, you don't see a king fussing with anybody. 
Notice, notice Joseph. He is down there in prison. Wasn't he in prison? Yes. Mrs. Potiphar had filed a sexual harassment suit on him and so forth. And he was down there in prison now. Now notice the, the, the butcher and the baker and candlestick maker, somebody got thrown out of that Pharaoh's place and got put in prison. And Joseph, Joseph saw him and said, why, why are y'all looking so sad? Now, you know if you're sad, you are not going to ask anybody else why they're sad. You're in the worst situation in your life, and you're going to ask somebody else why they're sad. I'm only telling you that is that you got to fight your flesh because that flesh is strictly your house. It's not supposed to conduct the affairs of your life. And if you're going to walk by faith, you're going to have to leave these five senses. You're going to have to leave them behind and let them no longer dictate to you how you feel, what you can do, how far you can go, and what you can have. You go to that Bible and let that Bible tell you everything about you, that you are royalty, that you are the king's kid, that you are his offspring, that you can do all things. You go to that Bible and don't come out of it until you convince. Real faith does not get embarrassed. Real faith is not timid. Because faith releases God's ability. And it's his ability that does the miracle. What is faith? Confidence in God. This gospel was never meant to be preached with all this revelation and no proof. When you start operating in righteousness, the miracles will take place. But if you got low self-esteem, a low ceiling, if you're always intimidated, if you're living so close to the world that like Samson, all of a sudden you lose your strength because you think more of Delilah than you do of Jesus, I'm going to tell you, you are accident going somewhere to heaven. I believe God. Put your faith in God from now on. You don't have misplaced faith in whether or not your company is going to stay around, whether or not the doctor's report was right. Don't be concerned about what the newspaper said. Have faith in God. No matter what evil report may come into your life, just make up your mind. I'm going to have faith in God. Release your confidence in God and demonstrate his amazing power in you today with Pastor Bill Winston's four-disc series entitled, Have Faith in God. To order on CD or DVD, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327, or online at billwinston.org. Do not allow your past to stop the miracle-working power of your future. You are the righteousness of Christ, and in Him, there is no condemnation. Therefore, you can have faith in God. Order your copy today of this four-disc series, Have Faith in God. Your flesh is your house. It's not to conduct the affairs of your life. <laughs> You're to walk by faith. And when you're walking by faith, you have left the five senses behind. In other words, no longer allow them to dictate to you how you feel, what you can do, how far you can go, or what you can have. You see, once you're walking by faith, you're walking in heaven's reality.
pride, boy, let me tell you, when you get into that faith and get in there right, it's a rest. You're going to notice nothing can upset you. <laughs> Isn't that a good place to be? Praise God. Well, we love hearing from you. Remember, there are many other resources for your spiritual enrichment when you visit our website at BillWinston.org. So until next time, this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.